This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Usapang CQ is a weekly talk show about the life of OFWs during the time of pandemic. Veteran foreign affairs journalist turned financial advisor Malu Talosig Bartolome talks to OFWs themselves and migration specialists to check out what's the current situation of OFWs, how the COVID-19 is affecting their livelihood, understanding the environment they are in, and how they can move forward despite the lingering uncertainty. Usapang CQ with Malu Talosig Bartolome. Hi, uh, okay. thank you, thank you for uh, ag- agreeing to be our guest. Diba? Last last month pa natin tong pinaplano. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I apologize for that kasi medyo hectic yung schedule ko last month. And oh, thank you for inviting okay me again. Uh, uh, actually, okay naman ma'am kasi uh, the issue is still ongoing, no? Yung tokol mga seafarers. Uh, pwede bang magtanong muna ma'am, uh, medyo... Medyo low profile po yung mga binasa ko. But I'm sure being a woman in the industry, medyo male-dominated industry, hindi, ma- hindi mahirap. Hindi ba mahirap o mahirap ang ano ang pinagdaanan natin? Well, actually, yung mga earlier years, uh, it was difficult for me. Kasi syempre nga, uh, Sanay tayo na when it comes to maritime industry, mga marino lang talaga yung accepted nila. It was uh, doubly difficult for me kasi uh, when I started my career in TSM, I was I was actually a granddaughter of one of the owners. Kaya parang mas may pressure sa akin to prove myself that I'm worthy of the position. So eventually naman, uh, medyo uh, na-accept na na talagang mag- meron ng ano may mga babae na 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 nag uh, naghead ng brewing industry and uh actually we're one of the countries in Asia if not i think uh, we're the uh, leading country na hindi na ano na accepted ng female sa sa crewing industry. Uh, pero ma'am, ano po yung mga hinahandle ninyong mga ano, mga manning mga manning agencies po? Uh, you mean yung mga vessels? Yung mga vessels, opo. Uh, 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 during my past uh, ano, employment sa TSM and OSG, mga tanker vessels okay. and cargo. Uh, dito sa Blue Ocean, we handle cargo offshore and uh, fishing vessels. Uh, before, nag-handle din kami ng mga tugboats. And they're so, open. Nung nagkaroon ng pandemic, ma'am, what was your initial reaction? 
Uh, actually, it was really very difficult. Kasi ang challenge namin uh, during the pandemic was uh, when uh, there was a declaration of the lockdown. Kasi uh, nahamper yung mobility, uh, not only for the seafarers coming from the provinces, but also yung limitation namin to go to the office. Kasi syempre, uh, mahirap talaga na mag-work from home kami. Hindi ganun yung ano namin eh. Hindi ganun yung nature ng trabaho namin. We always have to be in the office for us to perform our functions. At saka, syempre nga, yung mga dumadating ng mga seaman. So, yun yung biggest challenge namin when uh, the lockdown was declared. Uh, I think that was March 16. So, talagang uh, for one of my principals, up to now, wala pa rin kaming crew change. I think until, it's, now. Until, uh, now. until now. Uh, I think it's not only because of the uh, restrictions sa travel, but also yung business uh, factor. Ba- hindi, sila, hindi nila kailangan ngayon ng mga additional because uh, it's either kumuha na sila ng ibang nationality or talagang wala lang requirement. Pero fortunately, oh. for some, ano na, uh, nag-restart na kami to do crew changes itong ano, uh, July. Ma'am, can you just uh, go back to crew change? Ano po talaga yung crew change? Sorry sa mga, ano, siyempre pag si pero alam yan. Pero sa mga katulad kong hindi, mm. uh, hindi naman medyo uh, kabisado yung maritime. Mm-hmm. Ano po yung crew change, madam? Well, uh, Ang crew change is basically yung palitan ng tao sa barko. Kasi they have uh, contracts. Why do, you, do you need it? Why do you need it? Yes. Uh, they have contracts. Like, uh, they have six to nine months contract. Ngayon, syempre, before mag-expire yung kontrata nila, then we have to process somebody else to replace them para tuloy-tuloy yung operation ng barko. Uh, we also follow kasi yung ano, uh, there is uh, what we call yung MLC, which is the uh, Maritime Labor Convention na nakalagay doon na maximum 12 months lang dapat ang stay ng mga crew on board for 12 safety. 12 months? Bakit mam 12 months lang? Uh, for safety reasons, uh, hindi, hindi kasi by, by, ano, by study the crew members cannot really stay more than 12 months dahil nga oh. may effect na yun sa emotional nila, sa mental and the physical. Uh, medyo na, ano, na-strain na sila. So, kumbaga, nung pandemia, kung na-realize ng mga ordinary people yung yung cabin fever, no? Yung parang pag nasalob ka ng bata, <laughs> aligaga ka na, parang nasa stress na stress ka na. Tapos, mas lalo pa kaya yung mga marino natin, di ba? Na nasa laot lang, nakikita lang puro dagat. Imagine yes. mo that for the next six months, seven months. So, dapat talaga nagpapalit. Otherwise, nakakabaliw. Totoo yun. Totoo ba yun? And, and to add to that, dahil nga dun sa pandemia, hindi na sila pwedeng lumabas ng barko for ano shore leave. Kaya, ah, kumbaga okay. talagang... So, ibig sabihin, nandun na sila sa laot, di pa sila makababa kung nas yes. mag-support sila. 
Oo, oh, talagang okay. confined sila sa barko dahil nga hindi pwede that for again for safety reasons kaysa mahawa sila so may restriction na restricted na sila. So, ano gagawin nila pag ganun, ma'am? Nanonood na lang sila na Netflix? May internet ba sila sa loob? <laughs> Nag-internet na lang ba? Nag-tiktok? Ganun? <laughs> kaya nga, ano eh, kaya nga talagang nakakaawa yung mga marino natin kasi hindi naman lahat may access to internet. Pag nasa gitna ah, na sila ng dagat, ito. mahirap na mahirap sila makakuha ng ano, ng signal. So, can you just imagine kung ano yung sacrifices na ginagawa ng mga marino natin para lang makontinue lang yung trade ng vessel. And uh, when I say trade ng vessel, it affects every, every one of us globally kasi sila yung nagdadala ng mga goods eh, di ba? From one point to another. Kunyari, mayroong requirement ang ano, ang uh, Norway, kunyari, for oil, kukunin yan somewhere else. So, sila talaga yung mga essential workers that really help the uh, the global industry para tumuloy-tuloy yung, ano, yung economic trade. Actually, yan ang hindi masyadong nakahighlight, no? Even ako, nung nag-cover ako, I have to admit, hindi ko masyadong na-highlight yan nung nag, ano, nagsusulat ako about seafarers. Pero imagine, um, lahat ng mga gamit natin sa bahay, di ba? We imported yes. it, di ba? O kaya we get it somewhere. We ship it, di ba? They ship yes. it. We ship it from the US, we ship it from China or elsewhere. Tapos, hindi naman pupunta naman dahil sa, sa pantalan yung mga yan, sa port yung mga yan, by, by, by their own. Hindi naman pwedeng walang tao behind them. And the, yung mga people behind them are yung mga seafarers natin because sila yung they make sure na all our, yung oil natin, di ba, oil supply natin is... Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Secure, di ba? And uh, delivered on time. Yes. And how how many Filipinos are manning those ships, delivering yes. the vital goods and ano to uh, to the world, not just in the Philippines, as a world. Correct. Alam po, Correct. Yung, alam po yung Filipinos sa na seafarers natin sa mga ganyang tankers or ano? Uh, as of now, uh, we have approximately three hundred eighty thousand seafarers. Three hundred eighty thousand. So uh, Filipino know. seafarers uh, on board. Pero actually, if we count and because uh, I've given a, a presentation a while back and uh, it was also confirmed by Marina Marina statistics, we have about uh, more than six hundred thousand seafarers in total. So, kung makikita mo, yes, kung makikita mo, medyo malaki yung gap, di ba? Maraming, marami pa rin mga seafarers ang available or certified but wala sila sa barko. So, and uh, can I just say na I'm very glad that you realized the importance of the seafarers. Kasi tama ka dun sa sinabi mo na Actually, everything that we have at home and 
lahat ng makikita natin ang mga seafarers ang nagta-transport niyan. That's why uh, we really fought very hard for our seafarers to be recognized as key workers. Kasi nung ano, di ba, uh, the government uh, qualified several industries as essential workers and nakalimutan nila na isama ang mga seafarers natin who are actually sacrificing a lot for us. So, fortunately, the after frontliner months, again on their own right, oh, mga yes, seafarers. Yeah. Yes. Because uh -oh. they deliver the goods that that we eat, the the oil that we use for our transport. Yes. Imagine that. If they are not there, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. So, na, kailan lang nila na-realize, ma'am? Uh, <laughs> nung ano, uh, it was declared by, ano, I cannot remember if it's ILO, IMO, or, ano, or ITF. I'm sorry, I, I cannot remember. Uh, na, ano, nag-declare na sila na key worker ang seafarers. And a uh, few days after that, inendorse na ni Administrator Robert M. Pedrad of Marina na i-declare na rin ang mga seafarers natin as key workers. And we were very glad na na-recognize na nga sila. I think this was in May, mm -hmm. kung hindi ako nagkakamali. So ma'am, uh, so... Just in May. Uh, so right now, nag-establish ng green lanes no? sa ating mga seafarers para makapag-through change. Tama ba? Yes. Tama ba yung yes. the idea for that ano, green lane? Yeah. Ano yung green uh, there, lanes na yun? Na uh, uh, there was a joint circular signed last July 2. Uh, this was actually signed by six government agencies. DFA, uh, the, the OTR, uh, and for other government agencies. This green lane is basically to uh, implement the safe and speedy passage of the seafarers. Kaya, uh, the, meron kasi tayong one-stop shop. Uh, this is uh, headed by Undersecretary of the OTR, who is uh, Yusek Raul Del Rosario. So, siya yung, ano, siya yung pinaka-in-charge in establishing. Bale, parang in-oversee nitong one-stop shop lahat ng processes related to the speedy and safe travel of seafarers, uh, which includes the on-signers and the off-signers. So, so, ano, darating dito yung mga ship, tapos sa uh, Manila Bay, magpapalit, ganon? Bawa uh, si, ano, si Juan, bababa na after... 12 months? 12 months ba o 6 months? Na nasa, nasa barko? Sana 6 months, di ba? <laughs> Sana 6. Pero kasi nagahabul pa kami. Uh, meron pa dyan. Uh, kunyari kung 6 months yung contract nila. Kung na-lockdown tayo ng March, ano na ngayon? August na. So that means March, April, May, June, July, August. That's 5 plus 5 months. Oh, oh. So ili, ano na sila ngayon 11 11 months 11 na months. sila on board. So makabaliw-baliw oh. na siguro yung mga yun ano. Oo. Oh, oh. So naghahabol kami ngayon. Ah, uh, meron na tayong na-open na port currently uh, which is Manila. Pero uh, the one-stop shop is working with um 
the LGUs and some other public and private entities to open up Subic and Bataan. In fact, uh, di ba yung joint circular was signed July 2? Uh, the one-stop shop uh, already initiated talks nung Ogo, ah, sorry, July 29 yata. Wow. So, nakipag-coordinate that fast kasi, well, actually, it was fast kasi, uh, for me, uh, I qualify it as fast kasi uh, hindi siya madali dahil nga maraming coordination yan eh. The government Uh-oh. cannot Marami just say, the government cannot just say, open up uh, SBMA, open up Bataan, Bata- Batangas, and whatever port. It's not that easy. So, may coordination yan kasi marami kailangan i-consider na aspects eh. Okay. So, right now, meron na nagpapalit ongoing? Ongoing ang Manila. Ongoing uh, Manila. Oo. Pero ang problema natin sa Manila is that as of yesterday, uh, we have 53 vessels in the anchorage waiting. 53? Uh, oh my God! 53. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God! <laughs> that Gano'n many. Mag-embark- ang embarkation and disembarkation. Tama ba yung mga uh, from, from what I heard yesterday, uh, may delays na tayo ng 2 to 3 days. Uh, actually, dahil yan sa shortage ng tugboats para mag-transport ng on and oh, off signers. Okay. So, hindi naman pwede nandyan lang sila sa ano? Eh. Hindi pwede. Oh, hindi sila right. pwede dumikit eh. Dumikit, kailangan oh, kailangan oh. at saka <laughs> hindi lang yun. Uh, kasi ano eh um, depende kung meron available berth, kung meron silang cargo mm-hmm. operation. Yung May mga ano kasi yan, may approvals average, bago ano, pwedeng ano, ano average na turnaround? Sa mga 2 to 3 days nga as of yesterday. 2 to 3 days per vessel? Uh, per pwede ship. naman sila magsabay-sabay. Depende sa capabilities ng ano ng mga boarding officers. Kasi before ka pwede magpalit, meron process yan, yung CIQ na tinatawag. Kailangan, meron muna silang approval ng Bureau of Quarantine, ng Customs, ng Immigration, ng Coast Guard. Oh, okay. So, ano eh, hindi Aha. talaga siya ganun ka. Ang dami ka pa trabaho, Miss Tina. Pati <laughs> <laughs> na lang sila lumipad. <laughs> hindi siya ganun ka, ano, kadali. Pero bakit, bakit ayun ang solution? Is it better dahil hindi na kailangan dumaan sa aeroplano, magpo-14-day quarantine, ganun ba yun? Is that uh, behind it? Partly, yes. Ang problema kasi dyan is that yung flights natin ngayon are very limited. Uh, ano, most often than not, kahit na-arrange na yung, ano mo, yung flight mo, last minute pwedeng i-cancel. So ngayon, uh, yung mga ship owners or ship managers would just opt to dock the vessel para mas ano mas madali. Like kung Filipinos, syempre it's very logical to bring the vessels here lalo na kung halimbawa ang mga seaman na papalitan mo sampu. Kasi uh-huh. normally we have an average of 20 people on board. Eh hindi mo naman pwedeng palitan lahat 'yan unless na talaga magte-take over ka ng bagong vessel. 
So, let's say ang average natin, sampu, sampung off-signers, sampung on-signers. So, it could be more costly, pero mas convenient dahil nga nasa Philippine port. At saka, of course, logistically talagang mas, ano, mas uh, feasible. Uh, safe bang mag-board, ma'am? Hindi ba, ano, wala bang, wala bang problem pag ano pag pag boy wala bang covid na nagsis na infection actually yan ang ano eh yan ang kinakatakot ng mga LGUs when we had discussions with uh, Sambales LGU and Bataan uh, this week yan ang main concern talaga nila yung spread ng covid but uh, by statistics kasi i think if I'm not mistaken. Spread ng COVID pagbaba. pagbaba yung mga bababa. Uh, uh, okay. Yung mga bababa. Kasi yung mga pasakay, nade-detect na natin yan before we, ano, ba? Before we uh, send them, uh, send them on board. Kasi may mga test na. And naka-quarantine naman sila. Depende kung ano, kung ano yung requirement. Ang, ang, Requirement as per joint circular is rapid test or uh, PCR test. Pero ang subic at saka ang bataan would impose a PCR test dahil nga nag-iingat sila. They don't want talaga to take the risk of uh, spreading the COVID. Yung mga signing off, uh, yun na nga, yun yung inassure namin sa kanila na Etong mga crew na to safe na na safe to say na covid free sila because they've been uh, they've been uh, at sea for several days before calling the Philippines at saka nga yung inexplain ko sa kanina yung sa CIQ process talagang kahit na walang covid the vessels are being inspected by the bureau of quarantine Bago sila ano bago sila dumikit bago sila mag ano mag-start mag-perform ng cargo operation nila meron yang clearance so they make sure na lahat ng crew healthy ang barko healthy yung mga ganyan merong clearance for sanitation and all so kung magkakaroon man ng covid case on board that's an exceptional uh, circumstance. Talagang one out of one out of a thousand possibilities, uh, if I may say. At saka yung going back dun sa statistics natin, uh, I think sa, sa number na, na, na pauwi natin, we have more than 30,000 na yata or 40,000. Ang mga nag-positive na seafarers or OFWs for that matter is uh, about 4.5% uh, of the average COVID cases. Yes. Pero at that time, marami pa kasi mga uh, OFWs from the cruise vessels. Mm -hmm. So... Kasi sila yung ano merong exposure dahil nagko-call sila ng different ports, may mga pasahero sila who goes down and then goes back to the vessel. So, yun yung ano, yun yung um kaya I would say this is my personal opinion. 
talagang yung yun dun sa cruise vessel yung uh, maraming case. Pero pagdating sa mga cargo, cargo vessels like uh, yung mga hinahawakan namin, wala pa sigurong 1%. So yun yung oh, assurance so, na binigay so 1% namin. 1% lang ang uh, case? Less. Less than, less, less than 1%. Kasi very unlikely talaga na magkaroon sila ng COVID case. Dahil nga hindi na sila bumababa eh. Kung meron man sumasampad doon. Kung sila 20, gano'n. Uh, so, ano, napakaliit ng percentage na may COVID case uh, yung mga seafarers natin na magdadak ngayon. Dahil nga wala ng, ano eh, wala ng cruise vessel eh. Naubos na natin na pauwiin yung mga... Pero change one, does it apply also to uh, cruise ship then or cargo lang po? Yung ano, uh, yun na nga, sabi ko, yung sa cruise vessel kasi, na ano na, uh, na ubus na natin na pababain yung mga taon nila eh. Ah. Oh, <laughs> so, nagulat ako ha yung nangyari sa Beirut, ha? meron pa ang nagko-cruise. Oo. So, may, may so, nangyaring ano din, deployment, no? Pero, minim- very minimal na lang ngayon. So, ang talagang nagko-crew change yung mga cargo, cargo vessel, tsaka ano pa ba, mga offshore? Nagko-crew change ba? Hindi. Ah, hindi pwedeng i-ano yung offshore dito. Talagang yung mga ano lang, tanker, bunker, container. Container, okay. Mga research vessel. Hindi yan pupunta dito. Hindi pupunta dito. Okay. So, talagang cargo. P- yung 53 na yan, mostly cargo. All of them cargo. Yeah. Na, okay. Ma'am, may mga nagme-message na sa Facebook, ha? Basahin ko lang. Mga okay. pasensya na kasi hindi, hindi naglo-load tong ano ko. Kung, sorry kung hindi ko mabasa lahat. Kami Huelar. Uh, hi po. Uh, June, June Rahon. Watching from Contanza, Romania. Wow, I did COVID-19 rapid test before leaving the Philippines. Uh, Paning Batanville for joiners in Manila Bay. Our company put them in hotel. Minimum eight days right after swab test and prior joining. For the disembarking crew, they too undergo swab test in hotel until swab test result is available. And then... They are free to go to their respective provinces. Ah, uh, ito yung mga nakababana. Tama po ba? Hmm. Uh, first of all, hi Tammy. Hi Tammy. I miss you na. <laughs> I oh, miss you na. This is a good friend of mine from Manila Times. We Manila Times, oh, yes. Uh, uh, I've known her from way, way back, from OSG days. Oh, Kaya, I know her. Uh, uh, I know her. Uh, yung ano... Basically, yung ruling natin for quarantine, uh, after the swabbing, ano yan, uh, pwede na silang umuwi after na ma-receive yung, ano, yung result, yung negative result. Pag positive yan, i-extract, and then they'll be brought to the quarantine facility pag sa off-signers. So, actually, relative yung ano eh, relative yung timeline. It's not always, sabi kasi nung isa, di ba, after eight days, yung ganyan, ganyan. No, it, the, the, the number of days in quarantine is relative. Like for, um, ano, for Manila Bay, uh, ang requirement nila before, kailangan 72 hours yung validity ng swab result. Pero I think now they've changed it to 48 hours. But we're, trying to ano eh, we're trying to convince the the 
agency involved na ano to give consideration. Like pwede naman yung ano 48 or 72 hours pero sana i-consider nila kung halimbawang in quarantine pa rin yung mga tao kaysa mag-reswab sila ulit. Kasi the problem Sino, who's is... Who's taking care of the bill? Who's, who's paying for it? The seafarers o mga manning agencies? Ay, nako, napakagandang tanong yan. <laughs> <laughs> Kasi diba your... Yes, yes, so yung ipinag- your, your contract ends when uh, the seafarer steps in the ano, immigration, tama ba? Ito e, ang pinaglalaban namin. You know, I've, uh, I've written you yung, ano, yung short profile ko. No? Uh, sabi ko, president ako ng Association of License Planning Agency. ALMA is actually uh, an ad hoc group yan. Uh, we created that in April because mainly because of this pandemic. Dahil ah, ang naging okay. problema namin is that kaming mga maliliit na agencies who are not members of any existing uh, manning agency organization, in the dark kami. So, siyempre, ano talagang kanya-kanya na lang kami ng research, kung ano yung mga protocol, ganyan At that time kasi, the protocol changed almost every day. So, <laughs> mahirap talaga. Hindi pala kami nagreklamo. <laughs> Oo, kasi talagang ano yan eh, uh, volatile yung ano, nung, yung mga ano, yung situation. So, talagang, hindi rin naman natin masasisi. Don't get me wrong. We cannot blame the government for doing so, for changing every now and then because ina- bago to sa ating lahat. The situation is really new to us. So, Ano yun? Uh, Kung baga, pag meron so sila nakita na, uy, mali ito. Everybody Kailangan adaptive tayo dito, ganyan-ganyan. So, so, they changed. So, yun yung reason kung bakit kami nag-create ng ALMA. So, ngayon, here comes, eto na, when, ano, yung pinag-uusapan na ngayon yung kung sino mag-shoulder ng expenses. Doon na kami talaga naging very active. Because, uh, as you said, ang responsibility ng principal sa seafarers starts when they leave from the point of hire and then ends when they come back to the point of hire. In our case, it's Manila. ba? So ngayon, ang, ano, ang pinapa-implement ng government Di, dadating ngayon si seafarer from abroad. Kami ngayon na magsha-shoulder ng quarantine expenses niya. Ah, hotel. Dati, oh. hotel, meals, pati yung uh, COVID test expenses. So, mabigat na mabigat yan. Especially for for the ano small players. Yung mga big players kasi, syempre, eh, malalaki nga sila eh. Ibig sabihin, mayayaman sila. Eh, paano naman kaming ano, uh, small to medium scale lang? So, we cannot really afford. So, we wrote letters to OWA, to, ano, uh, to Dole, tapos kung ano-ano pang mga, umabot na kami ng Congress at saka Senate para lang makiusap na i-shoulder ng OWA kasi ang problema sa OWA, sino-shoulder nila lahat ng expenses ng land-based. 
Pero hindi nila sino-shoulder yung sea-based. Contributor din ang ano ang principles namin eh. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. So, although hindi natin pinag-uusapan, oo, oo, hindi natin pinag-uusapan dito kung ano yung, kung saan kukunin yung fund. Kasi we have funds. Yung, yung C-based merong funds yan, which is billions. I think may 7 or 9 billion kami sa fund. Pero hindi namin sinasabi na eto yung gamitin natin. Ang sinasabi namin, meron kayong funding from the government to use for COVID. Sana naman, ambunan nyo ng konti yung mga seaman. Eh, ang mga seafarers, sinashoulder lang nila pag inano na. Pag they have a term for that eh. Um, parang deserted or I forgot the exact term. Yung pinabayaan ng, ano, ng agency. So, yun lang ang mga shoulder nila. Pati yung mga local... Pa- paano, paano nagbabayag yung mga OWA, sa OWA yung mga seafarers? Every time na sasakay sila? Uh, dati ganun, pero ngayon, ano na eh, every two years na yata yung, yung payment ng OWA. Ah, every two years. Oo. Okay. Pero... So, pag land-based, minsan na lang nagbabayad, no? Kung gaano katagal yung ano nila, yung kontrata nila, yun din ang ano, yun din lang yung frequency ng ano nila. Hindi <laughs> kasi may insurance daw kayo. <laughs> Hindi naman yan sasagutin ng insurance. Hindi siya sasagutin ng insurance. Oh, eventually, sumagot talaga, sumagot talaga yung mga money agencies. Oo, until now. Until now. Ang sinagot lang ng ano, ng... Uh, gov- well, hindi pa nga. PhilHealth, yung PCR test na kinoconduct ng ano, dun sa mga pabalik sa airport. Yun lang ang sagot nila. Pero yung hotel plus the meals, yung manning agency or yung principal pa rin. Swerte na nga lang yung mga manning agency if their clients shoulder the expenses. E paano naman yung mga ayaw? ba? So, lahat yun na sinashoulder ng manning agency. Kung halimbawa, ang manning agency only earns, uh, let's say, $70 per head per seafarer uh, per month. Six months yung kontrata niya. How much is that? $420? Uh, mga $420 lang kikitain niya. Tapos gagastos kami ng ano, at that time, gum- gagastos, gumastos kami ng mga approximately $700 per head for mga three weeks niya sa hotel. So, wow. nalugi pa kami dun sa fee na ano, na chinarge namin. So, operating in the red ba ang mga agencies now with the ano, pandemic? Well, uh, I think now medyo, siguro before, few months back, dahil nga yung iba nag-stop ng, ano eh, nag-stop ng operation. I heard some of the manning agencies then nag-close down. So, talagang na- naapektuhan talaga yung industry namin. Mm-mm. But right now, nakaka-recover na ba, madam? Slowly, slowly uh, recovering. Kasi nga, uh, we started uh, we started changing the crew. 
Okay. May mga questions pa dito, madam, if okay lang mabasa ko. Um, dali ah. Uh, hello? As, yes. uh, Kami, ask mo simply what's the best thing to do, sana for all government agencies concerned, to make all the things na sinasabi under green lane circular faster and easier. Or were they able to resolve the issue that came after an IATF directive about foreign seafarers who can come in to have their crew change here? Ay, hindi ba pa pwede ang foreign seafarers, madam? Uh, with the, ano, with the joint circular, uh, they will allow. Actually, meron, ano, sa Manila, few days back, nakapag-crew change naman tayo ng foreigners. So, ano yan. Although, merong IATF resolution, I think number 50, if I'm not mistaken, na, ano, um, suspended yung issuance ng uh, visa for foreigners. But after uh, the release of that IATF resolution, nakapag-crew change naman tayo. So I think it's just a matter of getting approval from the DFA. Kasi lahat ng, ano ngayon, lahat ng mga pabalik, yung mga sasakay ng eroplano, ina-approve yan ng DFA. So pag foreigner ka, mawa, uh, Norwegian, magpapalit dito, gano'n? Lilipad sila papuntang Oslo, gano'n. By virtue uh, of the Green Lane uh, Joint Circular. Tayo lang bang meron nito or meron na rin sa Singapore, Hong Kong, or other ports in Asia? Uh, some ports allow. Ang problema lang, merong mga nag-close. Uh, like yung Hong Kong, may mga restrictions yan. Uh, hindi na sila pwede mag-crew change at uh, Ngayon, dahil nga, medyo nagka-third wave sila. Singapore only allows uh, Singapore flag vessels. Before, pwede rin tayo doon. Yun nga, meron silang 48-hour rule doon sa, sa COVID test result. Malaysia closed. So, may mga ano. Kaya nga, because yung ibang mga ports na dating open na nagko-close ngayon because of uh, these restrictions, uh, kaya talagang ano tinatrabaho talaga ng ano ng government natin to open uh, several ports here para makapag-crew change also ano ah um spurring economic activity kapag merong ganitong crew change di ba may meron din yung rent ng tugboat magkano rin yun magkano ba madaman tugboat ah, pag wala kang trabaho magpa-rent ka na lang ng tugboat <laughs> Meron mga tugboats na $400 per hour. Wow! $400? Ganyang kamahal. Kaya, yun na nga, uh, you, you mentioned about yung mga, ano, no, yung mga income generating activities. Yes, there are. Kaya, it's not only that we are helping our Filipino seafarers to come home after their stressful uh, stay on board, yung prolonged stay on board. But also, marami nga talagang economic gains dahil nga merong mga additional income na pwede tayo ma-generate. Like, as you said, yung tugboat hires, yung mga ano, uh, provisions, yung chandling and victualing, yung mga food and other supplies na kailangan ng barko, pwede yan. Tapos, uh, we have bunkering. 
yung refueling ng barko, uh, oh, garbage, na, ano? uh, garbage disposal, tapos so, yung mga port juice. So, ginagastos para makapag-crew change? I do I've seen some figures, pero hindi yun kompleto. Uh, mga pero ba, ano, mga medyo malaki. dollars ganyan. Malaki, malaki siya. Malaki. Depende rin sa ano eh, depende rin sa dami ng crew na i-arrange mo. Uh, in addition lang, no, meron pa tayo dyan ma-generate from the port, port juice. Kasi siyempre, pag nag-ano sila, nagpunta sila ng anchorage or sa birth, meron yun corresponding payment. income for our government. So, dapat talaga bilisan na lang natin, no? Ay, oo. Talagang bibilisan <laughs> dapat nila. So, dapat di Tapos, na talaga natutulog. <laughs> Kung oh. na agad, paano gagawin? <laughs> Uy, kaya nga eh, yung subik, dalawang araw kami doon na ano, magkasunod just to, ano, to have meetings with LGU at saka sa SBMA board. Tapos, pahinga kami isang araw, tapos the following day, yesterday, nasa bataan naman kami. So, talagang tinatrabaho yan. Uh, that's, really, that's headed by, again, yung uh, USEC, Raul Del Rosario, and ASEC, uh, Vingson was with us also. Plus, representatives from PCG, BOQ, Marina. Talagang full force kami pag nakikipag-usap, kaya ano. Kaya, maganda. So, okay. Good news yan para sa mga pasakay na, no? At saka pa baba para mayroon naman silang breather. Oo. Oh, no? Kasi hindi lang kasi talaga magbe-benefit yung mga off-signers. Again, dahil nga stressed out na sila. But also for those people na nandito na naghihintay makasakay kasi wala na silang ano eh, for a very long time. Kung ilang buwan nag-extend yung mga tao natin, as we said earlier, kung five months yan na extend, ibig sabihin, ang reliever niyan, baka five months, five months ding kita. walang kita. Diba? Oh, so talagang, Judith. <laughs> they have no means to pay off for their car loan, housing yes. loan, yung daily na food ng family nila. Kaya talaga, napa, talaga namin mabilisin talaga yung pag-crew change. When I was interviewed, um, I think two months ago by another, ano, another FB, FB something, meron nag-react na si Fairer na, ano, Ah, parang ah, sabi niya parang ayaw niyo naman yata kaming pasakayin sabi ko <laughs> sabi ko kung kung alam niyo lang kung gaano namin kagusto kasi syempre sino ba naman ang ayaw na gawin yung trabaho nila de ba it's just that we're really limited we have restrictions we have protocols to follow kaya ano sana naintindihan and i'm very blessed kasi yung mga crew ko yung ano uh, i ano ko na special mention ko na yung mga booms macro ko nako napaka uh, ano <laughs> kasi meron kami mga crew na ano na more than 12 months on board Oh, Talagang no. grabe, halos ano, ako, I feel really bad for them. Naiiyak na ako minsan. Kasi, hindi namin sila mapalitan. You know, the repercussion was, 
dahil hindi namin hindi namin mapa uh, mapapunta dito yung mga tao for ano for processing at kinakailangan na namin silang pababain dahil nga more than one year na sila humahanap na kami ng ibang nationalities and that is one of our fears sa whole industry yung to lose our employment to lose our employability because it's not only my problem it's the problem of the whole mining industry it's also the problem of the government because we are contributing a lot dahil ang mga nereremit ng seafarers na dollars dito sa atin is tremendous talaga. Kaya ano, kaya if we lose that opportunity to re replace our crew members on board with Filipinos, then we're really ano, we're really at we're going to be at a loss. Oh, Dahil, last, last Thursday, di ba, may GDP figures. The expected na GDP was just 4 to 5% na bagsak. Pero it turns out, negative 16 pala, no? So, a lot of it maybe came from our OFWs na... Exactly. Oo. Exactly. Kasi yung mga land-based, talagang pinapauwi sila dito without any indication that they can go back. Ang mga cruise vessels natin, they're laid up. So, yung mga seafarers natin, hotel staff, and some of the, ano, most of the, ano, of the uh, marine staff, lahat yan, hindi na bumalik ng cruise vessel. Ang industry lang talaga na continuous is our, ano, yung mga vessel cargo. types namin. Cargo. Kasi tuloy-tuloy yun. Tuloy. Kami ang bumubuhay. Kaya tayo. Kami ang bumubuhay sa economy. So, kaya, ano, tama yung, ano mo, tama yung observation mo na na talagang yung mga OFWs ang nag-contribute, ang reason kung bakit naka-negative tayo ngayon. It's because we don't have, ano eh, uh, yung yung dollar remittances natin is not as high as before. Okay. Mambasahin ko lang yung iba ha. Uh, for those na nag-message, hindi naglo-load yung ibang message, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll read as, ano, as soon as you, if they come in. Um, kami, si Kami talaga ma, maraming question sa'yo. Uh, ask mo... Kami, lab-lab mo talaga ako. <laughs> Kasi ma'am, lalabas daw sa Manila Times. Ask mo if true may danger of congestion sa Manila Bay in terms of seafarers, na joiners, and of signers because of procedures and also mga vessels. Yung danger daw of congestion. Yes. Oo. Yes. Anong Actually, uh, I... Ano yung nagkaanuhan sila? Nag may COVID transmission din ba? Dahil so... Hindi, hindi. Hindi. Uh, as what I've explained earlier, we have 53 vessels in Manila. Kaya congested na siya. Tapos, bukod dun sa number of vessels na naka-standby, yun nga yung sinabi ko na merong mga bagong regulation na from 72 hours, ginawang 48 hours lang validity ng, ano, ng uh, COVID test result. Tapos, uh, bad weather, kaya hindi maka-board yung mga boarding officers. Um, 
kulang ng tugboat dahil nga napakarami nung vessel. So, uh, hindi sila mapuntahan sa Anchorage. So, I think those are the four main factors kung bakit tayo, ano, kung bakit may congestion. And again, that is why we are the OSS, the one-stop shop uh, by the DOTR is really working very hard to, ano, to open up SBMA and, uh, and Bataan. And Pero ano daw yung actually, danger, madam? What's the danger uh, sa mga seafarers pag ganun ka-congested? Uh, well, well, I don't see any danger kung ganun yung congestion. Uh, it's just that may further delay ng, ano, ng pagbaba at pagsakay. Ah, okay. Okay, ma'am, ito may mga nag-message pa. Edgardo Flores, as ship owners, representative doing crew change for our vessel, calling Manila Bay, I'd rather do the crew change in Manila port. Seafarers needs need to travel from Subic and Bataan, then come to Manila to be brought to PIPX and NAIA. Yun. Mas gusto daw nila yes. sa Manila. Okay. Uh, Eloy Kalimosov, si Way Miss Malu, please ask what is your assessment of the so-called uh, green lanes? Is it effective? Where is, is, where is really the bottleneck? What is the problem at the Port of Manila relative to crew change? Why Manila only? How about Batangas, Subic, and Cebu? Not na message na nasagot mo na yung second part. Pero what's your assessment of the green lanes? Effective daw. Yeah, hi Eloy. Thank you for for your question. Pinapahirapan mo naman ako masyado sa mga question mo. <laughs> no, um, I think uh, because again, uh, the joint circular, the green lane uh circular was just signed July 2. Tapos, uh, kumbaga, nasa birthing pains pa tayo. Um, mm -hmm. Siyempre, for anything naman na bago pa lang ang proseso, bago pa lang ang sistema, talagang hindi yan perfect. There is nothing perfect pagdating sa, sa COVID, sa pandemic. Kasi talaga magbabago-bago yan. Like, Again, yun dun sa sinabi ko before, ang joint circular states that ang COVID test requirement is rapid or PCR. So kami, ngayon, kami mga manning agency, ang mindset namin, we, we, can, ano, we can use either of the two. Pero pagdating sa LGU, LGU. ang requirement nila is PCR. Diba? So, may, may deviation na agad dun sa protocol. Another thing is that, uh, isa pa sa mga problema namin, kaya nga sila key workers, ang, sinas, ang, ang essence ng key worker is yung unhampered na mobility ng mga seafarers. But still, pagaling ang mga seafarers sa province, ang requirement nila, parang katulad din ng ano ng normal individual na pupunta ng somewhere for mag-a-apply ng health certificates sa barangay, kailangan ng permit from PNP, yung mga ganyan. So, yung aspect na yon parang nawawala yung essence ng pagiging key worker nila because kailangan pa rin nilang mag-apply ano, mag for the travel permit. 
yung, yung mga ganong bagay. It's really not, ano, hindi ko naman masasabi na masyado siyang uh, mahirap or ma- malala yung, yung situation. But uh, basically, the green lane, again, hindi siya perfect, but we have to give it a chance to be workable. Kailangan, ano eh, kailangan ng cooperation ng lahat. It's not only the government agencies, kasi even us, na kailangan namin intindihin kung may deviation doon sa protocol, wala kaming magagawa. Kung halimbawa yun ang i-impose ng LGU, kesa naman hindi magbukas ang subik or ang bataan, they might as well, parang compromise agreement, di ba? Ano na lang, buksan nyo pero ito ang, ano, ito ang condition namin. We have no choice but to follow. Okay. Uh, June, June Rahon Mission to Seafarers provides free van transportation for those joining their vessels in Manila Bay. Manning agencies can contact them uh, on their Facebook page account. Edgardo Flores, I hope services in API Pier 15 can be improved as of the moment needs to be looked after. Ship owners are now complaining. Oh, madam, complaining the ship owners about the inefficiency of our system in Manila ports. Okay, so marami pong nagme-message. Pasensya na po. Ay, gustong-gusto ko mabasahin lahat. Uh, and uh, 9 o'clock na, it's past 9 na. And um, I think I've already... <laughs> Naaga na ako nag-umpisa, di ba? Hindi na ako nag-ano-ano na ano ng mga channel ay emer ko sa mga Facebook ko. Kasi alam ko marami kayong tanong. <laughs> Pero yan, madam, thank you very much for your time. At uh, sana hindi ka magsasawa pag maghanap uh, ako ulit ng, ano, <laughs> ng guest para sa ating mga seafarers. Pagkaya ko yung topic. Pagkaya ko yung topic, why not, ba And uh, uh-huh. I'd like to thank you for inviting me. At thank least you, na, ma'am. Uh-huh. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for your time and thank you for agreeing to be one of our guests for tonight's uh, Usapang CQ. Uh, every Saturday po ang Usapang CQ at uh, next Saturday po uh, pag-uusapan pa rin po natin ang ating mga seafarers. May part two tayong mga seafarers. Paano po natin uh, may improve naman ang mga kondisyon ng mga seafarers. Tingin po ba, madam, meron, oh, habang naghihintay sila dito sa Pilipinas. <laughs> ng kanilang oras. <laughs> Pero magbebenta na lang ba talaga sila ng mga <laughs> Ang sabi ng gobyerno, bibigyan sila ng assistance para ano, meron silang food stall. I don't oh. think that's going to work for the seafarers. Oo, magbebenta na lang ba talaga? Magti-TikTok na lang? It's not... Ano kailangan? Sorry, oh. sorry ah. It's not that, ano, uh, I'm not degrading yung kung halimbawang merong ano ha, uh, kung talagang yung food cart and all. It's it, That's not what I meant. Ang ibig ko lang sabihin is because these are skilled workers. Yes. Ibang so, level. Ibang level ng uh, skills. Skilled workers sila. So I don't think na they would opt to do that. Kung ano. Pero of course, eh, kung talagang wala na silang means of livelihood, eh, might as well. Sundin so, na lang nila yung gobyerno. <laughs> but they have, 
they have to know how to, di ba? During those times na naghihintay sila dito o kaya pagbaba nila, di ba? Ano nang gagawin nila, di ba? Some, some, naman... some of them are doing that. Meron naman mga, ano, mga sideline ng mga seafarers natin. Ang mga, ang maganda nga ngayon, ha, if I compare yung yung previews, kasi, ano na ako eh, uh, from 1995 na, sa crewing agency business na ako. So, ibig sabihin, 25 years na, no? Oh. 25, yeah. Or mukha ka naman, ma'am, ano, uh, bagong graduate. <laughs> so, 25 years in the industry. So, ano, if I compare yung mga dating seafarer than now, talagang masasabi ko na more intelligent ang mga, ano eh, uh, ang mga seafarers ngayon. Dahil, nag invest na sila. Right. Talagang, uh-huh. oo, hindi ka tulad dati na, di ba, sinasabi niya, oh, pag seaman yan, one day millionaire. Because right. that's really true. Na, ano, gastos dito, gastos doon. Tapos, uh, they help yung, hindi ko naman sinasabi again na masama tumulong, pero dati wala silang pakialam. Hindi nila iniisip na meron pa ba akong pera during my vacation mm-hmm. time. Ang importante sa kanila, makatulong sa pamilya nila, makatulong sa mga kaibigan nila. Which is actually, for me, maganda dahil tumutulong ka, pero hindi maganda kasi you're not thinking about yung future expenses future, future, mo. Future, yeah. Right. So, pero eh ngayon. Na slowly, no? Slowly na marunong na rin sila. Marunong na sila. Yeah, a lot of them needs work pa rin. Yes. Yan, thank you very much, madam. Thank <laughs> And you. And because I, oh, dahil sa, uh, this is, uh, usapang, this is usapang CQ, CQ is solely for OFWs. Yung mga OFWs po natin, yung mga families po, kung gusto po ng, at saka ako nandito pa rin po sa Pilipinas, kung gusto po ng free COVID insurance, you just go to bit.ly slash usapang CQ and then lagay niyo po doon yung name ninyo at saka contact details. So I can call you po para mabigyan ko po kayo because you are a viewer of usapang CQ. So, ayan ma'am. Ano yun? Uh, i-share mo na rin ma'am sa yung mga ano, mga okay. staff and crew oh, for 45, 45 days that's 100,000 na insurance debt. And for our frontliners that's about 200,000 na insurance. Malaking bagay po yun. Oh, that's wala nice. Wala pong insurance oh, okay. na COVID, di ba? Oh, <laughs> okay. Until next Saturday po, ito pong usapang CQ. Maraming salamat, Miss Christina Garcia. Salamat Thank you po. too. Good night. Good night, Good night everyone. Good everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out www.guerillapodcast.com.au or guerillapodcast.com.ph Real Up Podcast Syndicate Production. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. 
book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com